When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. future we're talking real money hello welcome to the show it's called talking real money i'm don that's tom we love helping people deal with money better than they've dealt with it before because i i I have to tell you something no offense really like all of you but most of you deal with money really badly you do 855-935-TALK is our phone number, 855-935-8255. I'm Don McDonald. Over there is Tom Cock. And you are the people we want to help. So call us, 855-935-8255. You know, I think we should just start with the phones. Sure, let's do that. We usually uh, have some witty comment to begin the show, but since we have so few of those anyway, let's just go to the callers. Doug, you're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Oh. 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 Doug was there, and then he was gone. Oh, there was so much. So we'll have to go us. back to the. No, no, I've got another question. Somebody sent me one to donedvestory dot com. So no one's chatted though. Come on, somebody go chat. Just no, it's there if they go need to the it. website. Don't make them. I know, I know, but it's easy. All right, we've got a question, anyway. Don and yeah. Tom. It says Don yeah, and Tom. Please. I get top billing. Could you advise? That's better. By the way, that's better than the guy last week who said Don, Don and, and Don. Don. Yeah, yeah I and like I that said a lot. it's Tom. With a T O M and uh, Don. Anyway, okay, could you go ahead? Could could you advise a good place for cash in an emergency fund with no immediate need for it? Are there any advantages to an online bank account, etc.? P.S. I have seen the PowerPoint slide of Tom's mattress with all the currency under it. <laughs> <laughs> that's in our presentation. That was, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. One heck of a mattress. It was really uh, nice. You got to get you got to get by the hundred pound black lab who probably lick your hands. Oh, oh yeah, killer black yeah. lab. Yeah. Really, a, he'll do bark. You want, but... Do you want to start with your opinion, which is probably going to be totally different from my opinion? Uh, what? So okay, but remember, part of the question was, can you find something online? You could go to bankrate.com. Thank you. That's where I was going to start. Okay, and you could find the highest earning. Savings account, which is going to be which is VO Bank at one point five percent. VO Bank at one okay or or and we've talked about this and Don doesn't like it. Yeah, what's the fund? What's the VFSTX? VFSTX. It's the Vanguard Short-Term Corporate Bond Fund. Now, remember, remember, there's a modicum of risk to this. Mm -hmm. This is money. These are bonds issued by corporations mm-hmm. like Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Probably pay you back. Mm, probably, but they they do it. They do it mostly for tax reasons. Anyway, but, not but to get do, too. Does its price fluctuate? There's a risk. Does it, its price, price fluctuate? fluctuate? It does, and so that would be different than putting it in a savings account where you wake up every morning and the same amount is there. Right. Or if you needed the money the next day, and the money would be there. It would not be there in this case. The difference in yield between VO Bank and VFSTX is? Probably half a percent. Two-tenths. Wow. 
it's really come down a long way. It was over two, <laughs> two I think, to start tenths. the year. So therefore, you yeah, get so, 1.7 yeah. Yeah. or 1.5 at an FDIC-insured bank with no volatility. Oh, you're getting 1.5. I thought you said 1.05. Oh, percent. Wow, that's, I'd probably just go with the bank then. I would, too. I would, yeah. too, because it's FDIC-insured. That's the key. Now, remember, there, there are other times when the, the difference between that savings account and the yield on the VFSTX have been larger. Has been greater. This is yes. not one of them, but this is not one of them. So This is a period. We are in a period, and this is something we need to get used to for a while. We don't know how long this will last. We are in a period where rates across the board, from the long end of the spectrum to the shortest end of the spectrum, are almost identical. We have a yield curve that is essentially what they call flat. And I will say one more thing about that. If you have not looked into, for example, refinancing your mortgage, mm. you really should. I mean, I'm getting a 15-year at, what, 3.2 or something? Oh. No, I, I forget. No, less than that. I, it's, I, I, I just had all the numbers except that number. <laughs> I just no. looked up a 15-year. Uh, a, a I got a quote on a 15-year yesterday. I think it's 2.8. 2.87. Yeah. I think that's what I'm looking at. So, I mean, it, you can get some very inexpensive money, and that saves a lot in interest. Yeah, it can save you a lot of interest because that is a, uh, a you know, and, and it's almost nothing. And when people call and go, oh, I should pay, should I pay off my mortgage early? No, you should not pay off your mortgage early if you've got a mortgage at two and a half or three and a half or even four and a half percent. Actually, now if you're at four and a half percent, it's starting to make sense to uh to refinance even those which is just shocking 855-935-TALK is our phone number 855-935-8255 give us a call we're talking about your life we're talking about your money and we're talking about things that are truly critical to enjoying a great future tom and don are talking real money if you're sick of your self-interested financial advisor and are looking for a 100% fiduciary low-fee investment advisor, call my firm, Vestry, at 800-386-3004 or visit us at vestry.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. And Doug, Bryce, Sue, Sally, Sam, Stephanie, give us a call. At 855-935-TALK. I just said the first two because they had called earlier and they hung up. 855-935-8255. And you can also, as somebody did earlier, Jeff, send a, send a note to Don at Vestry.com because I'm looking right at my email right now, so it pops right And up. Fred sent you a note, too, and wants to put a dog on the website. Or yeah, something. Fred so. wants to put a dog on the website. Fred, you know. Apparently my, thinks that's more attractive than the two of us or something. I didn't. I couldn't get it. My too. wife has done the same darn thing. She said I should put a dog on the website. So Dogs and children. Everybody loves them, right? They do. They do, too. All right. Um. I wanted to talk with you about a little something, a little source of confusion, I think. A lot of you in this financial mess we've had in this country, a lot of unemployment, a lot of people out of jobs. And then the CARES Act says, allows you to take money out of your retirement plans for a period of time for to cover some of your needs. And it allows you to take them out without penalty, but you still have to pay the taxes. But is it a good idea? I mean, I, I got a, a a call from a gentleman on the podcast who wanted to know if it was a good idea to pay off his mortgage at three percent, where you should be, by the way, should be in the three range. That would be silly. There's no reason you'd be paying the tax 
at some you have to pay the tax within three years. They're giving it. This is a, part of the confusion is people hear, oh, I can just take it out of the retirement plan now and you're gone. You're going to have to call me back. You're going to have to disconnect and get another line because um, you sound like a robot. Unless you've become a robot while I wasn't looking. <laughs> Maybe Elon Musk came into Tom's house and hooked him up to the brain machine that sucked his brain into a computer program because um, you, you're just. And I don't want to blame Comcast. I don't want to blame Comcast. Although I'm tempted. I mean, when when mine works so much better and I have a little phone company called Smart City, that says a lot. But yours is really cutting up. So uh, give me a call, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And please, oh, please, oh, please don't mess with your 401K because or your IRAs because you're doing a couple of things. One, you're going to pay taxes. You're going to pay taxes on it. And even if your income is temporarily reduced, uh, you, you're going to be back to work one of these days. And unless it's an absolute emergency, and we, uh, by an absolute emergency, there are only a couple of things that qualify. Getting a new car, that does not qualify. Taking a vacation does not qualify. Putting a new roof on the house, eh, patch it for a little while. The things that qualify are, are you going to get thrown out of your home tomorrow? If you're going to get thrown out of your home tomorrow, then take some money out. If you or if you're starving, yes, please take some money out. Otherwise, your retirement funds should be sacred, sacrosanct. You shouldn't mess with them at all. Yeah, and here's another thing that I find interesting. Oh, less robotic. During all of during all of this, right? I mean, all people taking money out of their four hundred and one k market going down, et cetera. What is what now? Can you go invest in in your four hundred and one k because the government has decided it's okay? Private equity. Oh, really? I forgot about that. Thank you for reminding I mean, me. Yeah, I mean. Uh, now explain the, what US, private equity is. Well, yeah, okay. Private equity is all the stuff that, sad to say, most of us, you and I, the little people that drive Hondas. No, no, no. See, I was going to say it differently. I was going to say, oh. I'm happy to say it's the kind of stuff you and I can't oh, yeah, well, get into. Because well, okay. well, it's we, the kind yeah, of well. stuff, generally speaking, you don't want to get into because the risks well. are high. The, you, we're not special. Enough. If you're a billionaire, you can afford high risks. Yeah, you can you can take what they used to call. I don't hear it so much anymore. A flyer on something and hope it works out. Hope it turns into the next Alibaba or luck and coffee. But um, that last part was a joke. But the, seriously, private equity. Really? I mean, this is exposing your money to very hit and miss propositions. Companies that may or may not work ideas that are they're going to give them a try i think this is a big grab by private equity firms to get their hands on your money because they can't get it today so but here there i don't like it i don't think it makes sense but by the way you're not going to be able to directly according to this piece get private equity in your 401k they're going to add it to target date funds oh so it's going to be one of the assets that they include there i don't think you need this um again this is the kind of thing you invest in, I think you put it right. If you have a whole lot of money and you want to take a chance on a new type of, I mean, maybe made a bet on the company coming up with the Corona vaccine, coronavirus vaccine, Corona vaccine, well, this Saturday. Um, Do you know that no, the, the, the private equity industry has a lobbying arm and a trade group? It's called Not the Investment Council. And their slogan is 
Private equity supporting America's recovery. Well, they can go ahead and do that. By the way, private equity has been in a thing called pensions for a long time. And how have they done with their returns? Uh, not as well as just buying the market and holding right. it. Just buying an index. So I, this is a bad idea. It was a bad idea when they came up with it. I think it continues to be a bad idea. So 855-935-TALK. Uh, do we have time? Yeah, we have time. Go. Cool. All right, let's go to the phones. Alan joins us here on Talking Real Money. Hi, Alan. Hi, good afternoon. I've been listening to you guys for decades, or Don, for decades. I'm like, simple question is, what is, He's making me sound old. On, what is the rule on selling a house and downsizing and the capital gains? Uh, you have to pay half, if you downsize. Half a million bucks free every, every one, two one years. Exemption. Every two years. Yeah. Every, right, every two, two years, years you can take up to half a million dollars in capital gains and just not pay taxes. Okay, what if you've got a capital gain over a half a million? Then anything yeah. over the half yeah. a million, you have to pay taxes on. But that's not bad. And let's just explain that for people. So let's just say you bought a house for $300,000 and today it's worth 750000 the government's going to want you to would have wanted you on any other type of gain to pay capital gains tax on the difference between the three and the seven fifty. In this, excuse me, in this case, you do not. And the other thing that you need to think of, you can add things to that cost basis. Remember, if you've put some improvements into the house in a certain period of time, and I don't know what the exact rules are, you'll have to look those up or talk to your accountant, but you can sit down and calculate that new cost basis. What, how big a difference is uh, the, between what you paid for the house and what you're going to get for the house? About 900000 You are going to have a hefty capital yeah. gains, but... At least you can get rid of a half a million of it because if you had to pay gains on the whole nine hundred thousand, yeah, in Washington, especially, especially least, in that place. Well, no, because there, there you'd be throwing on the Obamacare surcharge, right? Would be very expensive, right? There's the surcharge, and and wow, on top of the on top of the okay. rate. So, so at least at you get a break. You subtract the five hundred, and you end up with yep. four hundred. Yep, now, correct. That yes, that's right. Your your income for the year then. So you're in a really it doesn't high tax it doesn't go no it does not go as income it is separate it is long-term capital gains so it doesn't actually creep your tax bracket up but there are creep up points in the capital gains rate plus that excise tax that Obama uh, uh, medical tax on top of that thanks for the call I'm Don McDonald did you know I wrote a book yeah about 10 years ago I wrote a book about investing. Financial Physics, with an F, How Money and Investing Really Work. It's a short read. It's a really easy read because, well, as you know, investing is way too easy to be this complicated. And it's been on sale for a long time at Amazon. I updated it in 2018 to a new version. But if you don't want to buy it, you can go buy it at Amazon. It's 10 bucks. But if you don't want to buy it, if you want it free, well, you can get it free two ways. One, you can get a PDF copy by going to TalkingRealMoney.com slash free talkingrealmoney.com slash free if you don't put in the slash free you can't find it the other way is if you have an i device like an iphone or an ipad or a mac you can go get an interactive version of the book a special edition that i made that's actually interactive that's got videos and motion and things going on and that's also free just look for financial physics f-y-s-i-c-s 
in the Apple Bookstore or Apple Books or whatever they call it now. Or go to TalkingRealMoney.com slash free. TalkingRealMoney.com slash free. And I guarantee you'll enjoy the PDF or the iBook or your money back. Check it out. TalkingRealMoney.com slash free. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Yeah, I just did a really, really rough figure on the capital gains tax on that $900,000. And since you can get rid of, you're really in luck. If you had to pay tax on the whole thing, it would have been almost $200,000. Because it's the it's the it's the uh, fifteen plus the whatever the surcharge. Yeah, yeah. Right? but in your case, it's going to be more like seventy seven thousand dollars or so. Roughly. By the way, people oftentimes complain about that. You also got to remember, you made a lot of money on the transaction. Yeah, it's money. You're yeah, ahead of the game. Right. It's it kind of worked uh, I, out. So, I, if if it was a choice between not getting the extra money, right, and not paying the tax versus getting the extra money and paying the tax. I'd pay the tax. Take the extra money. 855-935-TALK. That's our phone number. 855-935-8255. Give us a call. It's easy. You know, and one of the things that's lacking when it comes to money, most of the time. But I mean, we see. In my wallet, it's just the money. Yeah, exactly. The amount um, is good advice. There's so many people. And by the way, I'm going to look forward to going back to see what people are saying in March. The experts, the pros telling Mm -hmm. you, here's what you've got to do now. We're headed. Remember, there was somebody saying the market's going to go down by 75, 80 percent, you know, blah, blah, blah. blah, Oh, I think that was Harry Dent. Probably was. Anybody who pays any attention to Harry Dent apparently fell off a horse and got a dent in their head. And we know because we see your portfolios often that most of you don't have the proper mix of stocks and bonds. Most of your really either too risky or not enough risk. And most of you are paying way too much to others to have your money taken care of. And most of you don't know how much that is. And you don't know that somebody who's taking care of your money is not acting in your best interest. I think that's always the one that's the eye opener, Don. People think, no, no, it's my stockbroker. He has to do what's best for me. (laughs) Right. That is one of the big lies out there. By the way, I want to just add something there. There are several investment advisors, and by the way, we we know many of them in the Seattle area, who um, right on their website, right, that we are a fiduciary, and then I dig into their form ADV part two, and I find out that they sell stocks, they get commissions on those, they sell insurance products, they get commissions on those. Anybody, and this is what's so hard, you got to read their ADV, it's a pain in the neck, but if you look, you'll find out that they're a fiduciary sometimes. Yeah, they're they're what's called duly registered. Yep. The registered investment advisor part of the time, and then they put the other hat on, and they're a broker dealer. And they're right? they're a commission salesperson, which yeah. is a conflict. It is, oh. and we find a lot of bad things happen to people in that circumstance. We want you to protect yourself. It's your money. This is the other part I find fascinating. All this, oftentimes when you try to take money from broker dealers, they throw up a storm. They have a hissy fit. Like we well, oh, can't yeah. do this to me. Well, I yeah, thought we were money. friends. I thought yeah, we this were is, friends. As a matter of fact, yeah, you know, and, this, let, let me just give you, let's, let's say for a, sec, for a second, you got a fiduciary advisor who charges you 1% per year, okay? Yep. You got a duly registered advisor, but they do give you a fee-only account. But I, by the way, I've got a list of them at TalkingRealMoney.com. 
Yeah, you do. It's uh, great. TalkingRealMoney.com slash compare. You can look at the fees for most of the major firms in the country. Uh, Shocking. But, but let's say, like most of those, they charge 2% per year. But the broker you're dealing with is a really good friend. So you have a million dollars invested with the advisor at 1% or with the broker advisor at 2%. Is that a friend to whom you would hand a check for $10,000 every year just because they're such a good friend? Now, normally I would say no, but I don't want a certain attorney to put something up on the screen to show me that I have made that transaction. So I'm going to say maybe. <laughs> you talking about your brother? I <laughs> yeah, I just don't want to say no anymore because I don't, I don't want to know. Well, just a minute. Let me take a look here and put that pop so up so I don't want to be there. Yeah, Market Watch did a study that found that, get this, there were about a million financial advisors, by the way, a term that means nothing in America. Yeah, could, anybody can call themselves that. Anybody. You, you can call yourself a financial advisor and you know, let's say you know nothing about money. You can call yourself one. You're in good company. One percent are always required to act as a fiduciary. That's why we're having a great big class via Zoom on the 10th at 8 a.m. Pacific time. It's called uh, something about bad brokers and finding really good ones. I can't remember the name. Go to TalkingRealMoney.com and you'll find the name because now you really want to know. TalkingRealMoney.com. Click the event button. Tom and Don are talking real money. You've heard that about 99% of all financial advisors are not always required to act in your best interest. You've probably been pitched financial products by all manner of friends and relatives, and the investing you have done is probably a hodgepodge of ill-fitting pieces that are doing little to provide the financial security you need. If you're looking for a 100% pure fiduciary, and we'll put that in writing, low-cost, fee-only advisor who always puts you first, give Vestry a call at 800-386-3004. That's 800-386-3004. 3004 or visit us online at vestory vestory.com Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Because money's a really big part of your life and it's very important that you deal with it properly that you plan for the future you don't just sort of stumble your way into the future at least when it comes to money you can stumble your way in when it comes to other stuff if you want but when it comes to money if you stumble along you could end up like that guy who put all his money in luck and coffee and he's now fresh out of luckin his luck is gone. Yeah. The luck and is gone away. Oh, we do get questions, by the way. If you, you can call us at 855-935-TALK. That's easy. Or you can uh, send them in just to Don at Vestry. Or we make it really easy. You go to TalkingRealMoney.com. You click on the contact form. The contact form. and we got Or you can chat. Or live chat. Yeah. A lot of talk chat. takers on that one. A lot of talk um, takers on that one. This one uh, is about retire. Uh, retaking retirement income. Yeah. Okay. Pay attention. Okay. This could retirement be difficult income. for you. Got it. Yep. I don't know. This Probably. Could, could be tough. We've spent the past 40 years saving and investing for retirement. And we think we've done a pretty good job. Over the past 40 years, we've learned a great deal about saving for retirement, but not very much about how to carefully spend some of what we've accumulated in a way that will hopefully last for up to 30 years. What can you tell us about retirement income planning, Tom? 
Wow, that set me up. I know. It's, this, this is your area of expertise. Yeah, well, and this is... An annuity. I mean, is, an annuity. Yeah, we'll get you, roll you right into... What was the one we talked about last week? I forget the new name. Of, they come up with a new oh, name. Oh, gosh, week. I forget all the... Yeah. Here's the way I would do it if I was doing this on my own. First of all, I would decide how much money I want to spend every year. Mm-hmm. Okay. And do that, I would just I would figure out what I'm spending today. Uh, there's a lot of people are going to tell you, oh, you only spend 80 or 90 percent of your pre-retirement income in retirement. Spend nah, it I'd all. I'd run it 100 percent. I'd run it 100 percent. So okay. I'd say the number is, and by the way, the number, how to find the number, because people are in denial about this. People bring a spreadsheet all the time. Here's how much I'm paying. But I make 250 and I'm only spending 40,000 a year. Yeah, 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 right. Where's the other you're 210? You're great saver. Yeah, or you're giving the government a lot. I, I would take gross income minus taxes minus what I'm saving, everything else you're spending. That's a number, right? You <laughs> sound like the number. Sounds that's depressing, though, well, it when is. you okay, think so about it. Yeah. That's what you have to solve for. So then you're going to say, okay, how do I get that? Well, you're probably going to, if you've been working for 40 years, was it, 30 mm-hmm. years, you're probably eligible for Social Security. Mm-hmm. Maybe your spouses, and that's you want to optimize that the best you can. Maybe a pension, maybe not. Wait, let's right. go back to the Social Security because you need yeah. to know how much you're going to get. Go to yeah. ssa.gov if you haven't already. Yeah. Set up an account and find out what your check is going to be. They'll tell you right yeah. there. Yeah, and and by the way, everybody should set up an account because if not, you could, somebody could be defrauding. The money that's in the trust for you. But anyway, that, so those, so start with that. Social Security, Social Security plus pension. Those are, that's a number. Then you got to solve for the rest of it, right? You got to say, okay, between Social Securities and our pension, it, we're going to bring in 75 grand, but we need a hundred just for mm-hmm. sake of argument. But we have this pot of 800,000. Mm-hmm. Okay. 800,000. Okay. Yep. I got so, my pot here. Not yeah, that kind is, of pot. This, this is, is my pot this of money. Is where, this is where it gets a little more complicated. And by the way, this is, for most people, it really does make sense to get professional advice around this topic because it's somewhat complex. But let's just say you're solving for that. You need to take out, well, 4% of 800,000 would be 32,000 a year, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So there you go. So you don't even need, you get you could take out that much, but you'd have to put the money into stock mutual funds and bond mutual funds. You got to get some growth there if you're going to want to have it last you for thirty years. If you take it all and put it in the stable value funded Boeing, I can almost guarantee that you will run out of money under that scenario. Or if you take well, it all and you put it all in bonds, well, with bond shielding one and a half percent, and you're Correct. taking out four, yeah. you're down two and a half percent per year, and you're Bingo. having to draw from your principal. It means you're going to run out of money. Yeah. So you need to figure out, this is, again, part of the work that you're, thank you for saying that, Don, that we do, I think, very well, and we do a lot of, because most people come to us and say, what? Not, do I have enough in small cap value? Am I probably exposed to international stocks? They say, no, the things we think you should care about, but really, it's can I retire? That's what everybody wants to know. And will the money last? Mm -hmm. Right? So that's the kind of work. And by the way, we're going to talk about this on June 10th, because sadly, in this industry, most of the focus is not on that. It's about which stock to buy. I'll get you in a great fund or this, that. But you really got to do this planning work. Great question. Or I'll sell you an annuity, get a commission and move on to the next customer. Thank you very much for stopping by because that's really the way the industry works. It's next. 
Next commission. Next commission. You need somebody who manages your money. 855-935-TALK. Don and Don are talking real money. If you're sick of your self-interested financial advisor and are looking for a 100% fiduciary low-fee investment advisor, call my firm, Vestry, at 800-386-3004 or visit us at vestry.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. 855-935-TALK is our number, 855-935-8255. You know, I think we're going to do this right now because the more I read about this, the more fascinating it becomes. I know what you're talking about. It's so interesting. I just was looking. Do you know, before we even get to this one, do you know that there are 33, 33 surviving spouses of Spanish-American war veterans? Now, for those of you surviving spouses, not as interested in history as Don and I, we happen to know that th- we both had the number right, by the way. That war happened not in the 20th century. That happened in the 19th century. Yeah. 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 1898. Yeah. That's yeah. a long time. That's in, like 122 years ago. Just seven years ago, the Associated Press ran a story stating, get this, $40 billion a year was being spent in this country. To compensate veterans and survivors of the Spanish-American War, World War One and Two, Korean War, and the Vietnam War, but of that, there are thirty-three people from the Spanish-American War. Oh wait, and eighteen of their children were still getting benefits. Are still to this day getting benefits. But this is even better. Well, and if, yeah, if all that upsets you, that we're still eighteen ninety-eight. You know, they signed up for that. The last person to get a Civil War. Pension? Civil, Civil War. War. That's the one. Wasn't that 1865? 1861 Kind of a long time ago. A mm-hmm. uh, 90-year-old Irene Triplett, she died this past week. She was the last person to be getting a Civil War pension. Now, okay, we weren't spending a whole lot on this, folks. 876 a year. Yeah. It's $73.13 <laughs> a month. It's not a lot. Um, and and her father. Yeah, if you're sitting around and doing the math and you're going, way, way, how, way, how, way, how could way. That happen? She right. would be like 160, 70 years old. You thought I was old to have a 12 year old, but her father married a woman when he was 83. The woman was 34, and they had this child. And the child this had is disabilities. Yeah, right. So therefore, it, she was covered for life. Yep. By the With veterans pension. pension. Yeah. $73 a month. So 33 from the Spanish American War. That's fascinating. Really, that's going back a but couple of years. But but what's what the real the, the rest of the story as Paul Harvey would have said back in the old days, the rest of the story is that back in the early 19th century, I'm sorry, early 20th century, a lot of young women who really didn't have any other way of surviving on into the future, started marrying old Civil War pensioners. Now, by the way, I think their the, pensions to get the pension. Here's the, the here's what the lesson I learned from this, because this is this is happening right today. Should you take the pension annuity or should you take a lump sum and invest it if you have the option? Now, well, in this look case, at this, no, I mean, in this case, seventy three dollars a month is not much of a benefit. Yeah. Had you been given the option of whatever, whatever money it was, and you had invested it. Oh, oh, yeah. If that's they, what I'm saying. If she had right. gotten, let's had say, what was Bingo. 876 a year. So the buyout probably would have been about 10,000. No, right. let's say and five. Let's yeah, say, say five. Make it 5,000. 
And she and married start him drawing in what this. year? Well, no, she didn't marry him. This is the I mean, child. But the, of, yeah, when did the when did her mom marry him? Well, the pension. Oh, her mom married him nineteen twenty four. Okay, so let's go. Well, we'll I, I can go to twenty eight. We'll so go let's, 19, yeah, let's okay. go to twenty eight, and let's just yeah. let's just be crazy. We're gonna say she's thirty five years old. We're gonna put the whole five grand, the whole kit and caboodle, into a, a, a diversified stock portfolio, and we're gonna hold that until today. We're gonna just hold right. that until today. Yep. Uh, and we put the whole five thousand. And oh wait, we mm-hmm. gotta go go back to nineteen twenty eight, Don. Go back. Yeah, that's, that's so far kind of down a lot the screen. Of... I can't see it. There it is. All right. She would have made an annual average annual return of eleven percent per year, compounded uh, five thousand seventy six million dollars. Yeah, which would have provided a whole lot more than seventy three dollars a month. <laughs> I mean, but this is this is part because this is no. I think it's very important because emotionally, a lot of people say, "I just want the monthly. I don't want to mess with it." Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to wake up and find out there's this virus that wrecked the market, da, 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 whatever it is. I'll just take the seven months. This is a lesson learned. You end up because inflation will reduce the amount of that pension by about half in or pardon me, by 100 percent in about 24 years. Right. Inflation will have doubled the prices of things. So you'll be getting half as much money. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, I just wanna- it, it, This is. In real dollars, right? What it really would have. Yeah. So even if she had drawn the, let's go crazy, $100 a month. You still would have done better. $1,200, you still would have had a lot more money. Oh, wait, yeah. So, um, and by the way, um, over that entire period from when she married him, the pension amounted to $82,000. Yeah, quite a difference. So, and by the way, we're, let's make for clear clarity, you could not get the uh, a lump sum from the government that was not available no, i doubt but but a lot of you right now are looking at that from a rather large employer in the seattle area and, trying to figure it out i'm trying to say it's a big decision and if you're if you're an 84 year old retiree and some 30 year old woman is you know trying to marry <laughs> you for your money it's oh, better for her if you looks, take okay. the lump sum <laughs> all right indeed oh god that's terrible <laughs> I know. I don't even know if I'm going to have time to get to this question now because we spent okay, so much. Go, time. Yeah, up. I have time. I have yeah. time. All right. Yeah. This one it came in online. Rebalancing with 401k contributions. You ready? Mm-hmm. Thank you. For, yep. Oh, we gave him thoughts. I guess. Thank you for your thoughts on rebalancing in March. My rebalancing targets were triggered at that time to move some bonds into equity small cap value, and the results were pleasing. That's yeah. an understatement. Have been, have been pleasing. Yeah, have been pleasing. With the recent market rise, my bonds are now underrepresented. Oh, I know where we're heading on this I one. I contribute $4,000 monthly from payroll contributions to my 401k. Should I temporarily, temporarily redirect all contributions to just the total bond plus tips to catch up and ignore equity for now? Or should I continue to spread my regular contributions throughout my equity bond positions? I would, number one, decide what my stock-to-bond ratio was. Well, he's got that. He says he's 5% off his 60-40 target. target. Well, if you're 5%, I probably wouldn't mess with it. Well, but if he's putting 4000 in, he could, for a couple of months, just put all those toward the bonds to get the balance right. It wouldn't take yeah. long. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's – You could do Again, I think you're, it's a nit, but yeah, I guess so. Because right? at because 5, 5% is when you start thinking about rebalancing, right? Yep, 
Yep, indeed. But you're going to if you start doing this too much, you're going to get whipsawed, too. If you start this is not the same thing as selling something and buying something else. Right. This is simply new money coming in. Should he change it so the new money goes more predominantly to the more things predominant. that I would. well in the last six weeks? Sure. Yeah, I would do fine. that. I would not. I agree with you. I would not do a complete rebalance at five percent, because no. as you say, you're going to get whipsawed. The, the trick for much. most people, just do it once a year. Do it once a year. No matter. That's the easiest way to rebalance. Yep. Now, we do tend to rebalance our clients' portfolios when they get way out of whack. Uh, but you don't need to do that on a regular basis or you'll drive yourself crazy. But to change your, your contribution amounts for a little while, why not? Most people won't do it because it's very counterintuitive. As we st- talked about at the beginning of the show, in March, you were selling bonds, the safe stuff, and buying stocks that had gone down 35 40%. Oh, most yeah. people won't do it. And most of they the stockbrokers at the bottom were saying, oh, yeah, you know what? You do need to get out of those stocks, and we're going to put you into something. Well, let's put you into bonds. And or as a nice you, annuity. Yeah, or a nice <laughs> annuity. You know, yeah. when, when, when they're, they're, at, they're selling low and buying high, that's what happens with brokers all the time or, because they're reacting or, emotionally. Or, yeah, or they say, you've been in a fund that went down. You you call them up and say, that fund is horrible. Oh, you're right. That's a horrible fund. I, I got a better one. I got one. a better one. We'll move it into that. That happens a lot in this industry, sadly. Hate Buying it, but true. high and selling low. That is exactly the way you don't want to invest. Uh, 855-935-TALK. I want to give you that number because you can call it 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Or you can send your questions in at TalkingRealMoney.com. Hit the contact button and those will come to us and we'll answer those on a future podcast or a future show. Tom and Don are talking real money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.